and reports on SEO. It's Mr. SEO, Joe Balestrino. Uh, this is Joe Balestrino, owner and operator of MrSEO.com, and welcome to my podcast. Today I am speaking with Alan Schneider, who is uh, on location in uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Is that right, Alan? That is correct, Joe. Well, what are you, what are you actually doing out there? Mm, well, you know what I'm doing—a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Working for a client out in Phoenix. Oh, it's it's good. It must be nice to get away from the office once in a while. Yeah, well, I would have rather you gone, but <laughs> we already we already discussed that, so uh-huh. that'd be me. Um, so today we were going to talk about. Um, wait, 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 wait. Uh, what what, uh, what happened there in Brooklyn the other day? Oh, oh, you know, and it's funny that you said that. It was uh, there was a tornado actually in Brooklyn. And uh, it, that, it was actually not too far from your house. So I say what, like maybe ten, fifteen blocks from your house. Wow, huh, weird! A tornado in Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> Are you and sure? You know, I, yeah, you know, and actually, maybe, maybe after I do this podcast, I actually took some pictures with my cell phone um, while I was up there because I actually had to go up there and I had to walk through the block. And it's amazing. The thing in Brooklyn is. Uh, the, the streets closed off because some of the houses are damaged, and, and there was a tree that was uprooted. And in, in you know typical Brooklyn style, there's kids playing stickball. They think it's a block party. You know, they're riding their bikes up and down the street. You know, <laughs> yeah. and it's you know, I had to stop myself and go. If I was a kid, what would I be doing? And I, you know, I'd be doing the same thing. I'd break out the bat and ball. There's no traffic. Take advantage of it. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, there was a tornado in Brooklyn. I got the pictures to prove it. All right, well I'll have to take a look at that when I get back. Yeah, exactly. I think actually I might have uh, emailed it to you. Uh, I don't know if you checked your email, but I was, you know. <laughs> when do I ever? No. <laughs> no, Blackberry I'll, I'll take a look you know, at it. Uh, Sequita loves it that I got the BlackBerry now, so now I always try to take pictures of stuff, and I look like a tourist. But yeah. Oh well. Um, all right, so we're going to talk about. Um, Link building and different types of link building, and you and I had this discussion a couple of days ago on the phone, and we said, "Oh, that would be a great podcast." So we decided to, instead, of, instead of talking about it amongst ourselves, that we do a, a podcast on it. Um, right, and I think we're going to talk about, if I'm not mistaken, um, buying links, which is something we haven't covered in any uh, great depth, and have kind of tried to steer people away from for the most part, but. Um, you know, in some instances, it's really you know one of the best options for getting some PR, uh, especially to to sites that have a great need for it. And then, of course, there are many sites out there to which uh, you know there aren't a lot of options for getting links. You know, um, the Web 2.0 stuff doesn't necessarily work for them, or you know they're in a particular business that's highly competitive, and um, you know there aren't a lot of sites that offer resources related to what they offer. So. They don't have uh, the standard link options that that other sites might have. So sometimes buying links is something you have to do. And if you're going to go about doing it, um, you know, there's some things you need to know. Right, and and one of the things that I talked about with you is, you know, there there's services like text link ads where, you know, they can put a little code into your blog, and and the blog will allow, uh, you know, if somebody purchases a link on your site that the coding will automatically put the link on the right page and people can look through your post and post that way. 
Um, the problem with that is sooner or later Google is going to figure out what the coding is that does that and then just penalize you. And they've already said that if you're caught buying or selling links, that you know it, it may prevent your blog from passing any link juice on to you, the rest of your site or out of your site to other pages, to other sites. So if you're going to buy links, you, you have to do it in, in, in a, of, of a more you know stealth kind of way because doing it with with networks that are open to anybody then it's easy for Google to join up and and see how the model's working and 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 determine how to catch people who use this type of service and then penalize them accordingly which is which is which is really and truly not fair since um Google does it themselves they'll they'll partner up with a company they'll do a blog post and uh, it was on uh, Aaron's Wall's blog actually today, where he was talking about Google gave a link to a, a golf site, and, and yeah. it wasn't just a link; it was a link right to the product page, keyboard rich and all. But you know, it, yeah, it, great and, post and, by the way. If anybody gets a chance to read that, um, it, it kind of exposes the hypocrisy, if you will, of, uh, of Google. You know, telling us, uh, you know, with with one hand what to do and, and doing the exact opposite with the other. So. You know. Well, and, and that's Google. I mean, and Google can do whatever it is they want, and you know, you just have to do what they tell you, not what they do. And uh, you know, it's really, it's really sad that they do. Well, that. they should practice what they preach. But anyway, that's another podcast. So speaking of speaking of buying links, um, you know, you mentioned text link ads, and of course there are other services out there. Um, you can buy reviews for your website on certain blogs. Um, but you know, well, but, that, well, but that that also invokes. You see, the problem is the problem that I have is those services are great, and it's great to have, you know. But th there's always ways for Google to track who's paying for the post. If they see one guy has said, "Oh, this post has been sponsored," well, then it's most likely that other posts may be sponsored. Or if you're tipping them off, you know. So there, there's there's these networks that you can go to that either have code or do some kind of um, you know, association. I guess I don't know how you would word it. Where they, there, there, there's a community of these people, which makes it a little bit easier for Google to track. Right. If it's something they can spot a pattern in, the chances are they eventually will. Um, and I don't want to give Google too much credit by any means, but obviously, if you're if you're out there and you're considering buying a link off of one of the services, for instance, you know where where they'll write a blog review of your site. Um, you know, if you notice on their other posts that they're putting this is a sponsored link, then you know it's not worth your money. It's not worth your time. So you know, avoid those at all costs if possible. For most people. Um, you know, and I don't know if you would agree on this or not, but I would have to say the the biggest the biggest way or the best way to to get links um, in terms of buying them is to just contact contact relevant sites on your own. Um, but where the link is placed, uh, how you contact them, and other other pertinent details to to what's being done. Um, you know, it, it'll make a difference. So there are rules to the game, and we're going to cover some of those today. Right, so like, like, let's let's take off an example that happened uh, from 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 my site. Uh, someone someone contacted me, another SEO company, one that I haven't heard of, and they were like, "Hey, we have a PR so and so, and we want to give you a link." Yeah, you don't um, you don't want to tell them what the PR is. They've, uh, our uh, our listeners might be able to narrow down the site. <laughs> well, I don't remember what the PR was. You know, I don't know if it was a three or four or five. I don't know. So <clears throat> so anyway, so they said we have this PR and we want to give you a link to your site. 
Now, I told them, uh, and they already put the link up, which I really hate when people do that, because first of all, first of all, you don't know where I want the link. You don't know what I want the link to say. And you don't know where I want it to go. Right. So, you know, and a lot of people say, well, you should just put a link up, and that will give them, you know, initiative to put a link back up on your site. Not necessarily. You might piss somebody off and say, and, and this is what happened. It was a woman. And I said, look, I'm not interested in buying a link on the sidebar, you know. Right, I, I see because you it's an not, obvious indicator that it's a it's a paid link. Right. If, if I says I don't want it there. I see you have a sponsored links, and even if it was down below the sponsored links, I don't care. I don't want anything on the sidebar. Give me something in the text. So what she does is, instead of saying, you know, okay, and ask me a question, she 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 went ahead and she put a link to some phrase pointing to my homepage, and then I had a reply in the body. again. In the body. In the body. It was in the body. Right. But Which we wanted yeah. that, but you know, we, we, the, the the issue is the issue is we don't we don't necessarily want the link pointing to the homepage. You know, as with any other site, we have certain pages we're trying to boost. You know what I mean? And and she was being awfully assumptive about you know what we is that even a word assumptive? Not sure. But anyway, you know, she was uh, making an assumption about what we wanted and where we wanted it to go. And the thing is, if if you're going to try to sell a link. Um, just like if you're going to buy one, if you're going to buy one, you know, when you write and ask for that link first, and we've discussed this many times, you know, write a real email. Don't don't send a form letter, but also tell them where you want it. Look over their site. If they've got you know a page with text already in it, you want it in the body, you know the exact words. Say, look, it's paragraph four, line three. You know, this is it. Can you put a link to my site? I'll pay you X. Or as we prefer to do, um, you know, leave it open ended and ask them how much they want for the link. But we'll get into that in a minute. But the the point of it is is that you know um, you may not want the link to your homepage. You know what I mean? If you can find a link in the text that's relevant to you know uh, a page that you have that you're trying to boost, you know it may help to go to an interior page more so. So you have to be specific when you send in a uh, you know send out an email asking someone if they'll put a link on their site and, and even offering to pay for it. Right, exactly. And and the whole problem with 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 this woman, I mean, she was I, I wasn't opposed to buying a link. I was just—I was more interested in where it was and where it was going, and you can't assume that you know what I want. And you know, people it would inexperience, and that just shows you know how inexperienced they are as an SEO by saying, well, you know, I'm just going to your homepage, and well, since your site's Mr. SEO, I'm going to look for content that says SEO and just send it to your homepage. That's not what I want. I know what pages I need to boost, and I know, I know what, what I want the anchor text to be. And, I, you know, if you're a smart SEO, you know that you can't use the same exact phrase all the time. If I was going to an SEO expert page, I don't want the exact term to be SEO expert all the time. Something, you know, maybe another word for expert or maybe a, a sentence. You'll notice a lot of people highlight whole complete sentences. That, that's even better. Right. Is your phrases in there. So, you know, you, you don't really want to assume because if the person was interested, just like I was, I mean, I wasn't looking to buy a link, but the opportunity presented itself, and I was like, well, yeah, you know, the site looks okay. Um, you know, it looks like it's got some reputable links coming in. So I was like, sure, I'll I'll definitely go for it. Right. But, you, you know, it's it's a wash now because um, where I wanted the link to go, you know, it's just not going to happen. Right. Well, and you know, for most for most people listening to the podcast, though, they're going to be on the other side of that, and that is trying to get links. 
And so let's talk a little bit about how to approach that, how to write that email. Um, you know, we already mentioned you need to be direct and, and indicate exactly where you want the link if it's possible. They may not be willing to give it to you there, but, you know, you want to you wanna shoot for the, the best possible scenario for your business. And, um, you know, one of the things we talked about on the phone the other day was, um, you know, when we do it, we don't offer uh, money. Um, if it's at all possible, you know, you can. If it's a related but non-competing business, you can often say, "Look, you know, I like what you do. I, I enjoy your site. I feel like, you know, maybe I can. What I have to offer might be of some benefit to your readers, to your traffic. And many times that'll get you a link. But even if you know you're going to have to pay for it, you may not want to put, you know, we'll, you know, I'll, I'll pay you X amount of dollars for this link. And the reason for that, and, and the reason why we don't do it, is because. It, no matter how, no matter what kind of price you put on it, either you're going to be too high or too low. You're going to lowball somebody, or you're going to be too high. Um, but in either case, you know, you kind of want to let them make that decision. If they're if they come in ridiculously high and it's it's something that you're not willing to pay for, you know, the benefit to you or your clients not going to be that great. Then just tell them, look, that's way beyond the going rate. Sorry, I can't do it. Chances are, and we've had this happen many times, they'll get back to you and take the link anyway. But if if you're entirely too low, you're just going to insult them, and that's probably going to be the end of the conversation. Right, and, and you know when you when you ask for the link, I mean, you know, do a little homework. Just don't don't go look and see the homepage, the homepage, you know, PR seven. Say, hey, you know, I get emails like that every day. Hey, I, I saw your site. I think it's a great resource. Can you link to my site? Okay, what's my, you know, it's being a great resource to you, to your visitors, but you want me to link to you. Right. What have you? What are you offering me? Yeah, just for a link exchange. But even even if, if you wanted to buy a link from someone, take a look at their site, see what page is most relevant to where you want to get the link, and then approach them and say, "Look, I was on your site. I looked through a few pages, and this page in particular seems really informative, and I would really think your visitors would benefit from my link on, on this page, especially in in this sentence of the article." And right. so if you can put if you can make this sentence of the article a link to this page, not only you know, it'll be relevant to your you know, user. So if it's an article about how um how you can save money with organic SEO versus pay per click and I have a story or an article about organic SEO, well then you might highlight that organic SEO and send it to your page. Well, it's relevant to the content and it's also got a relevant link. So if somebody sees it and clicks it, they're still going to something that they're still interested in versus going to something that's not relevant at all to what they're looking at. Right. Well, and additionally, you know, even if it's a business where it's it's straight competition and you know they're going after the same traffic you are, what would be their incentive for selling you a link? Well, obviously they're not doing good business. Um, you know, otherwise they wouldn't wouldn't consider selling you a link, or it's something they feel like they can add to their site, make a little bit of money, and it's not going to hurt them in any way. Um, and chances are, it's not going to hurt them in any way. But the fact of the matter is, if if you're right, if there's some level of relevancy there, shoot for that. Uh, barring that, you know, offer some money. Um, you may get you may get you know nine no's for every one yes. Uh, you know, when you send out ten emails, but that's that's kind of the price you pay, especially when you're trying to buy links. Well, I mean, buying links is tricky. Like, you know, I think we were talking about it last week, like survival gear. You know, you may be a guy who's selling survival stuff, and it's kind of hard to, what are you going to do, link to your competitors? But you may have a page that talks about, you know, a trip doing, uh, going on a survival trip, and some of the stuff you took was uh, 
you know, a pocket knife. And if you were looking to buy a link from this guy, you might say, hey, look, can you, I'll pay you, you know, can we work on an arrangement where I can buy this phrase in your story to my pocket knife page, you know, or my Bowie knife, you know what I mean? Right, so exactly. I sell the knife that you used, and so you've written a great story here. If you'll slap a link up, I mean, and, and chances are, and that's that's the thing. Everybody thinks that they have to throw out a dollar amount when they're when they're you know shooting for links, and a lot of the time you really don't. You can um, if if there is some level of relevancy and it's two two businesses that are non competing, um, a lot of people will will go ahead and put a link on for you. So, and some people will, will 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 not know what to do in that situation. Not everybody is an SEO. Right. And, and, and they'll be like, well, well, how much? You know, is, is twenty bucks? Uh, is that twenty bucks too much? And like, twenty bucks is fine. You know, you, you right. Well, that, you well, that's that's another reason why you don't want to you don't want to put the price on it. Most people are going to come in low, and that's great. If you offer them some money, and give you know, the first thing that happens is when you offer somebody some money for anything, and they don't know what the real value of it is, or that they didn't even know that there was a value in it, is the first thing they're going to get stars in their eyes in terms of the dollar signs. They think, oh, that much coming out of month if i could do that for every page of my site and pretty soon you know they start thinking about doing that and then all of a sudden the link that you wanted is now worthless because they've got links coming out of their ears and and it's one of those situations where google's going to take a look at it and realize immediately that hey this guy's just popping off links right left and sideways so and 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 that's the other thing people have to be aware of when they go and look to buy links if you see that there's a guy who has a site who's got a 500-word article, and 30 of those words are highlighted going to links to other places. Right. Stay you don't away. want that. Right. Stay away from that. You don't that want that. should That's be obvious. But yeah, exactly. You want to you want to get you you know you want to get to somebody who's not really into it, not really doing it. Somebody that maybe you already know in the business, or somebody that you, you I'm not sure if you can strike a deal with them. That say, look, I'll buy two links on this page for a year if you promise not to sell any more links. You know, I don't know if people will go for that. We haven't tried it, but it, the, the whole point is is so that it doesn't you know because some people get greedy and they say, oh well, I can get. Twenty dollars a link. If I get you know a hundred bucks on this page, I, I got about you know a thousand more pages. Now now it's it's just out of control and it's just it's not going to be as effective. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So you you wanna you wanna kind of get sites that aren't already doing it and, and sites that are doing it already know what their links go for and it, it might be a little bit out of your price range. Right. Well, then again, it might not. It, you know, the point is you have to check. And, you know, with a lot of, you know, when you're out there and you're trying to buy links for your business, um, you know, you're, you're going to send out some emails. Um, you know, I don't want to tell you to spend a great deal of time on uh, on the emails themselves, but do look over the site. Make it somewhat personable. You know, you can write a, an email in two or three minutes. In 30 minutes, you sent out 10. You might not get replies on all of those. You might not get replies on any. But it's one of those things. It, it, it's like uh, it's like picking up women. Um, the more times you, you ask, you know, the better your odds are. So... Um, I, I kind of equate it to that because not everything you do is going to pan out, but the ones that do are going to benefit you greatly. So, absolutely, absolutely, and it, it, it's just like when it used to when we used to do link exchanges. It's, it's always a numbers game. Some people won't even read it, and that's why it's important that when you contact people, that it does. It's not a standard formula like I find your site very interesting. Would you please let you know? That's boring. That's, that's I put a link that, somewhere to my site. Here's my home page. Right. 
Yeah, it's like take a take a you know make it interesting, make them want to continue to read. Say, look, I was looking through your site and I think it's great. I, I looked at this page, that give show them that you've actually taken some initiative and looked through the site and said, look, this would be a great place for my link on this page on this paragraph. Why? Because. It, you know, where you're linking to is exactly, well, totally support what you're doing. It's totally relevant. It would help your, your visitors, and, uh, yada, yada, yada. And then, it, and then it's easier to make the sale because people, most webmasters are, are, are used to seeing requests for either link exchanges or, or buying links, and, and most people just delete them. I look at them because sometimes they need to laugh, you know, and I'll, I'll just look at it and, you know, get a, get a good laugh out of what people are asking. Um, right. You know, I don't even have a link page. Like, oh, we you, we find your, your your site useful. Uh, we would like you to place this link up on your website. They don't care where it is. They don't care how I put it. As long as I put their anchor text, and it doesn't matter if it was, it, it was all the way out in left field. Um, right. So it, it's it, it's important to make sure that if you're going to take the time to send out an email asking for a link, whether you're asking it for free or asking to buy it, or if if you're still doing link exchanges for some reason. Uh, you want you want to make it so that if you're going to put the time in, at least put the time in to look at the site and 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 at least give them an idea of why your they need your link or why your link will help their readers. If you just say that you, I think your site's great, here's my URL, slap it up there. And once you do, I'll put your link up. That's you know who's gonna who's gonna right yeah yeah. And if you can avoid the reciprocal, that's great. So you know obviously try to. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things where it takes a little creativity. It's like it's like when you do business with a company. Before you do business with a company, you, you try to do some research and find out about the company, find out what they're into, and, and it, it would be wise for you to, to to look at the if they have a blog, look at their blog, and 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 see if there's anything that relates. Because sometimes getting a link on a blog is just as good as getting a link on the site, and you might be able to. Uh, get a little bit more from the blog. You might be able to do things like exchange blog posts or just do a guest blog post or pay them to let you do a guest blog post or, or whatever, something that's under the radar that doesn't, you know, if you see that they don't normally do that, then here's an option to say, look, would you, you know, what, what, what would it take to, to have uh, a blog post if they do survival gear about um, me talking about this great a Bowie knife and how it, it can cut tree down in one you know in one swipe or whatever. Um, that might be something interesting to their readers and and say, what are you laughing at? I'm buying one of those too. You know, I'm sure. I'm sure you are. Well, there's like uh, three trees between you and I. We live about three miles apart. So oh come on, there's a tree doesn't grow in Brooklyn. But um, well, it's uh, funny you should mention in terms of the in terms of the blogs. Um, and, you know, you and I talked about guest posting, and the thing is most people, um, you know, you and I are particular, hell, we'll take anyone for the most part as long as it's a, a good post. But um, a lot of people are very picky. You know, they want to be the only one to, to be the one to author anything off of their blog, and that's understandable. Um, but what you can still do for people that just have blogs is you can approach them and say, look, you know, if you could find a way to work this into your next post, and that's actually a good thing to do, and here's why. First of all, they're probably not going to let, a lot of people are not going to let anyone else guest post, and that's, as I said, that's understandable. But um, people, I, I can tell you firsthand, if you're writing five to, you know, three to five blog posts a week, if you're posting every day, sometimes it's not hard to find stuff to, to write about, but sometimes it is. And so... If you approach people and say, you know, would you be willing to do this, and this is what I'll do in exchange, maybe you have a blog, you both have the same PR, 
you feel like you can help them out or you're just offering money, any of the above, well, just ask them. Say, you know, can in, in a post that you write in the next in the upcoming week, could you put a link out to me? And, you know, here's some some ideas, some options for the way it could come across in a in a post. And you know, a lot of people are going to ignore that, but some are going to jump on it. A if if they feel like they can get some some money out of it. Um, and again, you know, don't offer a dollar amount if you can. Just say, you know, look, I'd be happy to pay you for it. You know, what would this be worth to you and that sort of thing. Let them get back to you. But um, it gives you options because, um, you know, a lot of people will, they're looking for something to write about anyway. And they're not going to make the whole post about you, or at least you, you darn well hope they're not going to. But um, if, if they can find a way to naturally work you in and, and not make it so obvious, It'll help them because they'll make some money, um, or it'll help them in the sense that you're going to do something in return. Maybe you're going to put something out from your blog to theirs or or whatever, but um, you can try that in lieu of guest posting because, as I said, the issue with guest posting is, you know, a lot of people are picky. I mean, it's my it's it's my blog. I don't want you – I don't, you know, want some guy that I've never heard of writing on it, so. Well, it, it, you know, it also depends on the industry, like – if it was survival gear or, you know, even if it was SEO and we wanted to say, you know, if you want to write a guest post on Mr. SEO, great, go ahead, do it. In, in all actuality, you're going to you're gonna go to your blog and say, hey, I did a guest post today in Mr. SEO blog. And then so, you're going to link to it. <laughs> right. You're going to link to it. Yeah. So, so that's not a bad thing. But one thing I have to make sure that people understand is, if if you're if you're like Alan, who's still like in the dark ages and uses Internet Explorer, um, you, you need to you need to use Firefox and get the plugin that will allow you to see no follow links. And this is important because when you go to a site and you're looking to buy links, whether it's in the body or it's on the blog, you you know it's, it, it, unless you're, you're 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 comfortable looking at code all the time. It's easier just to get the plugin, so you automatically see where the no follows are being used. If you see that the the poster is using no follow, then you don't want to approach them because most likely they're going to put a no follow on there, and that's going to completely, you know, defeat the purpose of you going out to go get the link and pay the money for it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's. I mean. That is a high priority because obviously you know, that kind of link's not going to do any good. But I will say this: if you do use IE, and I'm sorry, if you do use Firefox, and I know a lot of people at SEO do, um, you know, you should have IE on your computer as well because there are a lot of issues with things not being compatible between the two. So you may put something together, especially if you do any web design. Additionally, you may put something together on on one browser and it, it looks totally different on another, or just you know things don't line up right or whatever. And that's why I think it works well for us that. Joe uses Firefox, I use IE. If I have to know something in a quick manner and I don't want to do the do the actual work to find out, I just call him up. But um you know if because you're I have eight hundred I have eight hundred things on my on Right, my, you got uh, nothing to do. You got nothing to do, I know that. No, I mean I got eight hundred things that'll tell me stuff, like you know, and right. I'll be like, well, What's the age of this site? And then I'll actually have to go on the internet and search it and I just click a tab and I'm like, Alan, it's this old. Right, I know. It's and the thing is, you know, IE is not really ideal for SEOs, but it's good to have on your on your PC or your Mac as well because, you know, if you've got it, then you can check check and make sure that things are kosher on both fronts. And um, you know, like I said, for web designers especially, that's that's kind of important. So, yeah, you know, last time I checked, ninety nine percent of people or ninety percent of people still use IE. Is that right? I no, that's not correct. Eighty three percent somewhere around there. No, no, no. You know what it is? It's because, you know, the people who use Firefox are above average, and average people stick with whatever Microsoft gives them, and everybody else thinks outside the box. Right. You know what I mean? I, for so. me, that's not the issue. I Honestly, I couldn't I, – I had a problem with the um, the uh, Flash player, and 
you know, I went through all that because I, I got Firefox, and unfortunately, every time I tried to open up a, anything, YouTube, you name it, anything that required, um, I don't know if it was Flash or the other one, uh, it escapes me at the moment, but um, it's uh, they're both made by Adobe. But anyway, it wouldn't play anything, and um, you know, as you as you might guess, that that was really a pain in the butt, so I had to get rid of it. That, that was that was on your home computer, correct? It was on my home computer, that's correct. And I went through all this. Firefox had fixes on it and, you know, told you what to do. I went through every single one of them, and it, it never alleviated the problem. So I just said, you know, the heck found, with it. I found what the I problem eat. was. You know what the problem was, right? Yeah, I know what the problem is. You had a bad case of uh, porn. You know? <laughs> pornitis on my computer. <laughs> you had pornitis, and that's what happens when you do that. It takes it over. Right. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not going to confirm or deny that, but um, anyway... Moving on, um, so you had an interesting uh, phone conversation this last week. Let's talk about that. Okay, all right. So we'll we'll, we'll wrap the show up with this. Um, if anybody's been reading the Mr. SEO blog, and I know people do read it, um, uh, I have facts behind that. Um, <laughs> I was I was contacted by one of the the well, probably one of the top five travel companies. You know, top two. It, what, is it the top two? I would say. Well, I mean, there's really I only two top that are five. No, there's, there's, I would say there's five at least. You know, you don't forget you got that one that Chatner does. Um, and yeah, but that's not real. I mean, you know, who? Have you ever been on that? It's like uh, I, I was. Let me tell you, let me tell you how that works. It's like the ticket's a hundred ninety, a hundred nine dollars. And you know, if you're lucky, you might get it for one oh five. So you're going to spend an hour jacking around making a bid to save four bucks. You know, I mean, well, uh, I don't I, like it because uh, they still do the thing where it, well, I, well, I think they changed it, but they have a special thing where you can uh, that you you give them the price and then you don't know what time or where you're leaving. Right, uh, right, exactly. You right. <laughs> yeah, it's one of three New York airports, and uh, you know. You'll you'll know you know once you buy the ticket when you're leaving. Oh, it's 4 a.m. Thanks. Yeah, it's you 4 a.m. and it's in you know LaGuardia, which is like you know two train rides and a bus. You know. Right. Um. So so anyway, so I get contacted from this company and they've been looking for an SEO person for a long time, and they they contact me and it was a recruiter and he was like you know we saw that your resume was floating out there and my resume is still out there and. Um, so they, they contacted me and they said we're we're interested in doing uh, hiring an SEO and we want to know if you're interested. So I told them I said look I run my own company uh, you know I might be able to come in a couple of days a week. It wasn't really an actually hands on. Maybe, maybe you should talk about why we why we use the resume. No, I don't want to talk about why we use the resume. That's 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 my one of my. Secrets. Oh, that's a trade yeah, secret. Gonna, oh, okay. Yeah, it's a secret I'm keeping for now okay. anyway. All right. And, and so. Um, um, anyway, so th they contacted me and they said. Anyway, I got all past that. So I, I said it wouldn't be it wouldn't be one of those positions where I'd have to work in the office and do actual SEO. It'd be more like coaching, like telling their staff what to do and how to do right. certain well, things. Well, it's consulting, and they wanted you in the office a couple of days a week, and it's in New York here. Right. So, and, 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 and for the money they were offering, you know, it was pretty good. No, it was, it was good money, but you know, I, like I, I tell people all the time, people try to try to get me to get away from my company by by saying, "Oh, it pays this and it pays that," and and my answer is usually, I don't care what the money is. I need to know if you know people are gonna let me do what I want to do. Are they gonna 
listen to my ideas because I'm an idea guy. I always have ideas of we're always testing here. We're trying out stuff, and you know, we bought a we 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 started a new site uh, two months ago, and looking at the analytics, we drove in you know seventy thousand visits um, to a site that you know has like very little content. Well, and I think I think where you're going with that is that the thing is with most clients that we work on. Um, you know they have a, a set budget. budget. You're right, they have a limited budget, and the thing is, they don't really have the um, the capacity for us to be able to try things out. So we have to go with what's proven, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's it's perfectly understandable. And so you know we do the best job we can for the client. But when you have a client that's got um, that has money, that you know traditional link building, a traditional on-page optimization is only going to go so far with. It, it, it's a benefit to them to try a few different things. And we have ideas all the time about things we want to try, but unfortunately, like I said, you know, most of the clients we deal with, they just they don't have the type of budget that's going to allow for that. So, I, I think as you were telling me, you know, you kind of looked at this as an opportunity to, hey, you know, I can, I can, you know, oh, get things accomplished for them. We can do a lot, and you know, the thing is, you want a company that's got the money to spend and that they're willing to let you take a, a little bit of a chance and uh, or a little bit of a gamble, if you will. And it seemed like a good opportunity, but then what happened? Well, well, um, well, like like you just said, you know, to me, I don't want to get crazy on it, but to me, it's like I would even turn down a little bit of the money or ask them to give me less if if they would just let me do some of the things. I wouldn't mind it coming out of my pocket, you know, because some companies are kind of leery to try different things and and, and whatnot. Now, I wanted a company that was you know, open to all that kind of stuff. And, and he made me, he led me to believe that, yeah, they're open to this. We're a fun company and, and telling me all about the bells and whistles, which still didn't interest me. I, I was interested in doing the work. Right. And, and so so the so the guy says, okay, you, your resume looks great. You're absolutely somebody we want to look for. You're senior level. Let's, you know, let's go to the next phase. So next day a woman calls me. She talks to me about, you know, what I do. I tell her I do a podcast and... She was impressed by that. She goes, "Oh, what was that?" And I, you know, I told her politely, and she she asked me what I do and how long I've been doing it. I told them the clients that I've worked with, which are not small by any means. Uh, and, um, and, and by the way, you know, if if a client asks us for case studies or anything, you know, in the in the process of deciding on whether or not they want to do business with us, we'll provide them. Um, but anyway, go ahead. Right. So I, I explained to the woman what I do and how long I've been doing it and the people I've worked with. And so she she turns she turns to me well she doesn't turn to me because obviously she's on the phone she may and have turned you don't know she she, she could have yeah she I, may. I think she might have even winked at me but I'm not I'm right. not sure I thought I heard her eye kind of like squish but anyway and, and uh, she might have just had something in it and um, so she goes could you take a look at these two pages for me on the website now as soon as I heard that you know I already I already you know my spidey sense was going off and and it wasn't it wasn't a good feeling. And she says, take a look at this. Look at this page and this page. And the, one of the pages is a home page, which you know, you know, if they're not doing that great and you make an improvement in the travel industry, you can make a whole lot of money off of that one change. Right. And uh, it was another page that was a subdomain that they had linked to the site that had no PR and it was in dire need. Navigation was messed up and, yeah, it had a lot of problems. But anyway. It, it, it had some problems just by looking at it, not even looking at the code. And she goes, can you put together for me, you know, what you would do and how you would do it? And so I looked at the pages, and, and I, I, like I said, I knew there was problems. And I, I told the woman, and she said, can you put it together for me um, and tell me what you would do and how you would do it? 
Exactly. Well, well, she she said it more like, "Could you tell us exactly how you would fix these issues?" You know. Right. Exactly. Can you tell us how you would do this? How how would you improve this? And how you would prove that? And and I, I told the woman, I, you know, I said, "Listen." Um, I said, usually, no offense, I said. I said, you know, because I, I didn't think they would do it because they're such a big company, but, you know, you, you never know. And I said, usually when people it ask for information. wouldn't be the first time. No, it wouldn't be. And I, I said, you know, usually when people ask for this, they're usually fishing for information. And she's like, well, we just want to see how you compile information and, and, and see, why, you know, how accurate your information is. And let me, and let me translate that for you. That, that's the equivalent of, uh, of a teenager going down to McDonald's and saying, I'd like a job, filling out the application, you know, showing previous work credentials and this and that and schedule availability and having an interview and all that stuff. And then them saying, you know what, we're not sold on you, so why don't you come in and flip burgers for a week, and if we like you at the end of the week... We'll give you a job. Does anyone do that? No, because it's no. retarded. You know, no, no, nobody does that. Right. And, and so, no, nobody should ask you to do the work for free ahead of time, <laughs> as a as a condition of hiring you, or as a as a method of deciding on whether or not you're you're the the person for them. So that's ridiculous. And and the the point of the blog post was to to kind of condense it a little bit was just to say, look, you run across companies that ask you to basically go ahead and do the work in advance and they'll they'll they certainly won't word it that way. They'll say, "Well, just tell us what you would do here, what you would do there." What they're really saying is, "Tell us how to do your job. Tell, you know, you've spent all this time learning the information, pouring over things, figuring out changes to the search engines, learning what you do and 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 checking all the blogs and doing all this stuff." You know what I mean? And we'd like to take advantage of that for free. So go ahead and tell us how you do this. Whatever you do for this page, we're going to replicate it for all our other pages, and then we'll tell you, sorry, we don't need you. Well, yeah, and you know what's funny? I, well, this is what, you know, after she said that, I was like, okay, let me not be a total ass to this woman. I said, look, I said, you know what? I don't mind putting together the information. And I, and I told her, I said, you know, whatever I tell you, is going to be for those specific pages. Each page is going to be different. You may have different problems on other pages. I don't know. I says, but I will do it if you pay. If you'll pay me to do it, you pay me my consultant rate, and uh, it'll take me maybe you know five to ten hours to put something together, very comprehensive, and 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 then take it from there. And she was in, uninterested. And right. I, I told her, I says, I says, look, I says, you looked at my resume. You've seen the companies I've worked with. You've seen how long I've been in business. You're either going to hire me or you're not. You're not going to ask me to do this. And she, she kind of got, you could tell she started getting a little offended from it. Right. So she was like, well, then she says, you're not willing to do that. I says, if you're not willing to pay me to do it, I'm not going to do it. I says, I'm sorry. I, I don't work for free. Right. And, um, that was the she, end of that. She, yeah, she hung up. So uh, the next night, I don't know if that, it was that night or the next uh, night. Was, um, yeah, it was like a couple of days later, I think, you were telling me. Right, and she and, and the recruiter called, and the recruiter was like, you know, how the how the meeting go on? And I told him it was a waste of time, and, and I said, it sounded like they were fishing for information. And he, and he told me, he goes, you know, it, it's funny you say that. He goes, people, she calls here every day asking if anyone's provided any information on how on how to do the SEO on those two pages. Right, that she's asked for. So what does that tell you? She's asking multiple SEOs. How to how to set up these two pages? What do you think they would do if ten SEOs replied? Of course, they're going to take all the similar things out of each reply, and they're going to come up with a conclusive plan based on that, and they're going to have their own staff act on it. You know what exactly. I mean? And and that's the thing. The the whole point of this is just you know for for those listeners out there who you know who are SEOs or who run service industry businesses. Um, 
you know, don't don't let a company try to fish you out of free information, free work, free anything. That that's what your that's what your credentials are for. You know, if you're up and coming, you've never done anything before of, of substance and and whatever, then yeah, it may be worth your time and risk to do that. If you've got nothing else going on and and you know, you just want to want to get out there. And you know, I'm not saying every company that that would ask for something like that is really trying to do that, but the fact of the matter is, for most people, that, that's not how business is done. Yeah, you don't you don't you don't call somebody and say, you know, I I, I may like your products. I mean, it's okay to ask for a sample, but you wouldn't say, send me 10 truckloads, and uh, if I can sell them, then uh, great, I'll order more. But give me those for free. Well, you know, you also got to look at it from a perspective. Now, if you're looking to hire an SEO, and you talk to an SEO, and you ask them, what are your methods? How do you do SEO? And the SEO is like, I'm not telling you, sorry. That Then he's an ass, and then you let him go, and you find somebody else. You, you, somebody's got to give you something. You can't ask them how to do something specifically, but you can ask them to see what they've done. You can ask them what their methods are. What you know? What what what's their idea on link strategy? In other words, you want to know: Are they the type that buys links? Do they do link exchange? What what is their idea? You know, ideology behind how they do their SEO, not specifically how they do it. If they say, "Well, we buy links." Well, you don't need to know where, how, how much. All you want to know is that they buy links. Well, that's yeah, well, that's true and not true. I mean, as far as someone's ideology, they could be black hat. So, I mean, it's important, you know, especially with the link building. If you're a company that's thinking of hiring an SEO, you, you, I mean, but that that's not that's not where that comes into play. Where it comes into play is how long has this company been in business? If they've been in business for five, ten years. Then you know you have a pretty good idea. They must have stayed in business doing something right. If they have other clients, you call them and ask for a referral. If you're concerned about black hat SEO, I mean that's that's it's just well, like you, hiring a, hiring an employee for any job, you know. And, and that's that's, that's bad, the point. Though. I wouldn't go by that though because there's a lot of people. Now you remember that that post I put up there today on the website about the ninety nine dollars a month for SEO for search engine submissions. Okay. Right. Now. now that company has been in business for years. For six years, they've been sapping people, charging them ninety-nine dollars a month. Right, but a company like that, right? But a company like that's not going to provide a client list. They're not going to they provide will. a contact. They, they, well, even they okay, will. but if you're asking the right questions and you contact those clients and say, "Look, you know, what has this done for your business? You know, have, have you seen any any real results out of this?" Yeah, and they'll say, but they'll say yes because you, you have to understand. Some people don't know enough about SEO. All, all they'll see is, you know, what, what these guys do is they tell them, okay, look, we're going to get you listed in the search engines. So after you pay us 100 bucks, as long as you keep paying us 100 bucks, every time you type your URL in, you'll be in the sponsored links and you'll be in the natural search. And all, for all the client knows, that's, that's all they're getting, and that means the world to them. So to them, they're satisfied. Yeah, well, that, that's very true, but I would still say that for any any company that's remotely knowledgeable about anything related to SEO, checking the credentials is essential. I would certainly put more more you know uh, I, I would put more emphasis on that than I would just having a company say, look, we buy links and that's all you need to know, because you know depending on where they're getting those links from, it could really hurt your business. So I, I don't think that's a good solution either. I mean, I think generally speaking, you know, between getting a referral from customers, between getting a referral from you know other businesses that have used this business before and from you know looking over their client roster how long they've been in business you can probably get a much better idea of what kind of company they are and furthermore 
You know, like many times, Joe, you and I will put together a proposal for a company that wants to hire us to do business. We don't go into great specifics about how we're going to do what, but we do mention that, look, you know, we'll tell them what's wrong with their site. We're not going to tell them exactly how we're going to fix it because that's that's what we get paid to do. So, you know, why would we give them the information or, or, you know, the artillery to fight the war? We're we're going to do that for them. Um, But generally speaking, I mean, you mentioned the podcast and things like that. You know, we have those resources, and they serve a multitude of purposes, but one of the purposes is that, you know, people can check us out and they can see that we are available and we are out there. And most of the good SEOs that are out there, you can find them. I'm not saying you can call them up tomorrow and then, you know, say, hey, how you doing? How's the weather? But in other words, they maintain a level of presence. And, and that's another lesson for businesses. You know, if you, if you want to make yourself into a business that, that people are going to be able to feel comfortable relying on, you can't be some fly-by-night, you know, I've been around for five minutes and there you go. Because generally speaking, most companies, and we've experienced this, most companies will judge us based on, you know, the resources we provide, our website, how long we've been around, stuff like that, what people have said about us. I mean, you know, we've we've had reviews written about us online for both the podcast and, and the work that we've done, and well, they're not hard to find. So, so that that's the bottom line is that um, – you do have to tell the client something. You know, you have to tell them what's wrong and, and how you're going to fix it, how long you're going to fix it, what the turnaround time is. And, and on the other side of the coin for businesses, I wouldn't trust anyone who says, you know, hey, we're going to buy you some links, you know, and that's all you need to know. Um, I'll tell you, remember your, your friend there that ran the woodworking company, you know, who got, who got zapped pretty hard just because he took the word of some SEO, you know. But he's still doing work with them. Well, he's an idiot. I'm not. I mean, I, you know, we're, we can't be responsible for idiots. I mean, that's well, not. No, you know, see, the thing was, I went in there and he's like, "Hey, Joe, you know, it was. It's been a few years. He's like, so how's the business? I said, how's the business? He goes, what are you doing now? I says, oh, I, I got my own company and do, you know, SEO. And usually most people don't know what that is. And I'll get right to say, oh, I'm with this company. And it was a big company that's been in lawsuits plenty of times, and they've changed their name several times. <laughs> well, but, yeah, but then he's just an idiot. And, I mean, you, well, you no, can't. But he thinks it's working for him. You know what it is? He, he, he came to me, and I know this guy my whole life. This kid, this, you know, I practically grew up with this kid. And, you know, we're, we're, you know at the time, I was in my, my early 30s, and he was in his, you know, early 30s as well. And I said, you know, I said, Dean, I said, what they're doing is they're creating a doorway page to your site. They bought a domain, they got a big button that says enter, and underneath they have a whole bunch of keywords. That's going to get you banned. But you know what sure his answer was? You know? Yeah, he got banned, but then they, then they said that they were going to fix it, and they fixed it by creating another doorway page, and I pointed it out to him. But you know what his answer was? His answer was, Joe, he goes, they get me results and I get business. But what he didn't understand was, he was getting traffic naturally from his own website. Nothing that they were doing was helping his website. He was ranking naturally on his own. And I, no matter how I tried to, to convince it to him, he thought that it was because of them, and he didn't want to stop paying them because he was afraid he was going to lose right. money. Well, look, I, I definitely acknowledge there are people out there that own websites that really have no business owning websites. You know what I mean? Or... Or what should I say? There are there are people out there that should take a, a more active interest in knowing at least, you know, they should have Google Analytics on their site. They should be able to ascertain where their traffic's coming from. I, I'm not saying that for a minute, but for most people, and we're talking about larger clients that are on the ball, have people in development, you know, have a decent staff. You know, most clients they're going to look at what you've done in the past 
your business reputation and things like that, and that's going to be enough for them to hire you. And sure, they're going to want a little bit of, of information on what you plan to do. No one's just going to say, hey, here's an open-ended check, you know, do whatever you feel is necessary. I mean, you have to come up with a plan, what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, but you don't have to give away you know, this is how I'm going to do it. I'm going to go in here and I'm going to change this around and, you know, we're going to set this navigation right because, hey, that's screwed up. Because when you do that stuff, you're giving them the information they need to handle it themselves. And if they've got any kind of a development staff, they will handle it themselves. So you want to avoid that. But, you know, I, I think, you know, business reputation is important. You know what I mean? It, it's probably one of the most important, if not the most important things for, for getting for getting work out there. Yeah, there are always going to be some, some people out there that, you know, have no clue about what the hell's going on, what they're paying for, and what they're doing. But, you know, I mean, think about it, Joe. For most of our clients, have we ever experienced a whole lot of that? Not really, man. Most of our clients are very, you know, they want results. They want to know when they're going to see results. And, you know, when we provide those results, they're very happy. So, you know, and but not all SEOs do a good job of explaining to their clients, look, this is what you're up against. You know, we, uh, with us, I mean, just as a little aside, we, we try very hard to give the client a very realistic expectation of what's going to happen. And we lose a lot of work, you know, because of doing that, because a lot of SEOs will tell people, hey, you know, we can make this happen overnight. It won't, and then it gives SEOs a bad name. You know, those guys will come back to us a year later. Their site's ten times more screwed up than it ever was, and it's going to cost them more for us to fix it now than if they would have just let us handle it back then. But, you know, by giving those realistic expectations, it's it's maintained our business presence, and it's helped us, you know, establish a good reputation for doing good work. So, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, for, for any companies out there, that's the kind of thing that you base a hiring decision on. You, it's not one thing. I'm not saying you should just go on client referrals. You should just go on the time that the company's been in business. But, you know, how public are they? How much out there are they? Are they well-known in SEO circles? You know what I mean? Do a little bit of research. I mean, it's just like um, it's not exactly like with hiring an employee, but it's like with hiring any company. If you're company A and you want to do business with company B, you know, you make sprockets, they make widgets, you know what I mean, and there are ten other companies making widgets, you're obviously going to do some sort of research to find out, you know, which of those ten companies is your best option for widgets. You're going to put together, you know, briefs and, and try to figure out, even if you just do this in your head, you know, why you should go with one over the other. Is it price? Is it this? Is it that? You know, how, what's the, you know, have they delivered on time? You know, what's their reputation in the industry? Things like that. And so... Right, but you, you're getting, you're getting way, you get, you're going too long. There's, there's other things that you have to understand, like, say, um... Say I am an SEO guy. Say I'm the best friggin' SEO guy in the world, but I've never worked for a company, you know, or I never worked for a, or I'm, I shouldn't say not working for a company. I'm not popular because I'm not interested in being the next SEO Moz. I'm not interested in being the next Danny Sullivan. So just because he doesn't have a name doesn't mean he's not good. It just means no. But but as I said earlier, that may be true. But that guy is going to have to go above and beyond to get the jobs. He may have to divulge some information when he puts out a proposal. Do you understand what I'm saying? He may have to go above and beyond. He may have to do more follow-up. You know what I mean? He may have to, to write out a proposal and then two days later send out a follow-up email saying, were there any questions that you had? That guy's going to have to work harder to get those jobs. Now, once he gets those jobs and he's got a few clients under his belt, he's not going to have to do that. But, you know, and we were in that position several years ago, you know, where, where we had to do that as well. So, well, you know, you know what uh, we do? We I get the ball bat and I go, if it's a local business, and I go over there and I make a visit. Right, you know? right. But, no, but the point is, is that, 
you know, for the listeners out there, you know, it, a lot of it depends on where you're at in the industry. If you're brand new, you got to you've got to walk that extra mile, and oh, that's yeah, all there you is. You got to earn it. your stripes. You got to earn your stripes, and that's that's what I'm saying is that you know, but for a big company, chances are, you know, if you're talking about a multi-million dollar company like the one we were we're talking about in the, in this particular instance, you're not even going to be in consideration for that job. They're not going to, you know what I mean? I mean, don't they they didn't know who you were before, but they took a look at your resume, saw how much how long you're in the business. They can see your business stats. It's not it's not you know, none of this stuff is not publicly available information. So that's the kind of stuff that they would, you know, use to determine whether or not to even call you on an interview. If you, if your resume said, look, I've been doing this for a year, I've never really dealt with any big clients, but hey, I'm really gung ho, I'm a hard worker, you wouldn't even get that phone call. So that's that's talking about two different things, you know. But if you're talking yeah, about people that are new in the business, yeah, you, you know. You may have to divulge some information. We're, we're talking. This is for people that are already in the business, have some level of establishment, and you know, come across those companies and say, "Hey, you know, throw me a freebie, and I'll see if I like you." You know, well, screw that. Screw throwing a freebie. You know. Well, I mean, personally, my, my personal opinion is, is if you know, you're a hard worker and you're passionate about what you do, and you can show results. I don't really think there's there's no job that you can't get if you can show that you work and you produce results. When I talk to people, a lot of time, a lot of work that we get, people will get references. And, and some people are really like, some people will say, oh, Mr. SEO, we want to work with you. Why? Because you're Mr. SEO. Why wouldn't we want to work with you? you know? <laughs> but, but, but forget those people. Uh, most of the big companies that we talk, like we, we, we were working with Vibe Magazine. You know how I got Vibe Magazine? When I went in the office, I sat down, and I was just like I am when I talk to everybody else here on the podcast, and I just... Gave it to him, you know, straight up. I was just honest, and, and, and I was just myself, but I was really passionate. I had a lot of ideas. Like I went prepared. I had a lot of knowledge. I said, this would be great. This would be great. This, and then we can do this. And then there's ideas like this and this that we can all. He was like, he was like, you're the guy we want to hire. And, right. and it's like that. But, it's like but, that but, 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 what you're what? failing, what, where you're, what you're failing to recognize is, is that, if it weren't for your resume in the first place and what it contained, you may have never gotten the opportunity to go down and talk to them. So you can't say that to any SEO out there with any level of experience that any job is accessible. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, we've lost jobs, and you know this for a fact. We've lost jobs from underbidding. We came in the cheapest and probably would have worked the hardest, but they thought, you know what, there's something wrong with these guys because they're too damn cheap. You know, so believe me, there's a lot of, and you know this very well, there's a lot of different aspects to what what makes a company decide on who they're going to hire for anything, and especially for SEO. But the the whole point of the podcast, or not this pod, the podcast, but the, this particular part of the podcast is that, you know, we shouldn't have to give away information or work for free. And like I said, unless you're at the beginning stages of your business and you've got to go that extra mile, if you're established and you've, you've you know, you've paid your dues and done your time and all that good stuff, you know, then then what you've got on the boards should be sufficient for people to make a hiring decision on you. Then that that's the point. Right. Well, I, I can talk about this all day, and I'm pretty sure we've, we've gone way over the length of time for a podcast. So yeah, you're gonna we're gonna have a hell of a phone bill here on the hotel. So uh, that's all right. You're paying for it. Um, <laughs> Ultimately, you're paid for it. So <laughs> I pay for everything. I'm pretty sure I'll be paying for your dinner tonight anyway. Oh yeah, um, you know that. Um, so it's going to be soup tonight. So this <laughs> I'll have the water. Put a lemon in it, please. And, and no, it's not warm water because that's extra. It's got to be tapped. Right, it's got um, to be uh, room temperature. All right. So um, 
we'll, 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 t- we'll take up this conversation another time because uh, I can talk all day about SEO. Um, if people just check out uh, the blog, the Mr. SEO blog, MrSEO.com slash WordPress. Uh, everybody knows about the podcast because obviously they're listening to it right now. Um, MrSEO.net. MrSEO.net. Do you need a domain or some hosting? Yes. Um, you know, uh, we, we're going to start doing some things that if you're a regular listener and you sign up there, we're going to start giving you guys um, uh, a little bit bigger discount than with the bigger discount the bigger discount that's already on there for buying domain names and such. Um, so uh, we're going to start passing that along to our, our, our listeners. So if, you're, if you buy domains and hosting, there's no better place to buy it than, uh, than MrSEO.net. And um, I think that's it. Is there anything else uh, you want to... You want to say? Uh, ooh, um, no, I think that's no. you want to you want to talk about Squadron's uh, blue Nike shoes real quick. Yeah, if you want, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, one of our regular listeners who uh, on the message board goes by the name of Squadron, um, just as a as a kind of a bit of a joke, uh, you know, Joe always uses blue Nike sneakers as a as an example for something, uh, a phrase that you might optimize for. So he thought, what the hell, I'll just see how if I can quickly get to number one for blue Nike sneakers. And I'm not sure what the exact amount of time was, but he put up, I don't know if it was a blog post or what, what was it, Joe? Did you take a look at that? It was a blog post. All right, put up a blog post, and sure enough, within, uh, I don't know, a week or so, a couple of weeks, he was number one for Blue Nike Sneakers. No, I think so. it was like four days. Four oh, four days. days. Wow. So, you know, that's, that tells you two things. Not a lot of competition for that, and, um, you know, yeah, if you put your mind to it, anything can happen. So, Right. <laughs> that words of wisdom from Alan Schneider. That's right. All right. Now we've reached the end of the show. Come back again for the man who knows. He's Mr. SEO, Joe Bellastrino.